Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Talking USMLE podcast. My name is Dr. Paul, and in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about the six most common step one prep mistakes that our students make and how to fix them. Before we dive in, if you're enjoying the podcast, please do us a huge favor, leave us a five-star rating, leave us a review if you have anything you'd like to tell us, and subscribe if you are getting a lot of value out of our podcast and it's helping you on your USMLE and med school journey. All right, let's dive in to today's episode. So the things that I want to talk to you about today are typically the most common things that students who come to us and who have come to me over the years have had in common. So this is by no means an exhaustive list of everything that could go wrong with your step one prep. This is just a list of the things that I've seen most frequently and that no matter what happens year after year after year, they present themselves. So let's dive in. The first common problem that I see with students who are in the process of their step one prep is studying without having an exam date. Now, this is by far the single greatest mistake that a student can make is getting ready for possibly the biggest exam of their life. Step one or step two CK, whether you're listening to this when step one's pass fail or still three digits, they're both extremely important and extremely tough exams you need to have a set date upon which you plan to take the exam. Because if you don't, then you're not actually studying for an exam, you're just reading medical information. And while that's all well and good, you should always be reading. If you're not reading and studying with a purpose, with a goal of constantly improving, getting better every single day and every single week, and maximizing your test-taking abilities for that particular exam on a particular date, you will not achieve your top potential because it's just like if you are, let's say, getting ready for a marathon. If you know that the marathon is in three months, you know what you need to do and you know that you need to peak about a week uh, or maybe within three or four days. I'm not a marathon runner, but within a few days of the marathon so that you can put your best foot forward on, on marathon day. If you just plan your runs and you know three months from now, you're running 20 miles a day and the marathon is not for six months, you might not be able to keep up that pace. And so you need to have a date set so that you know what you're working towards and you know that, okay, I have this amount of time to get through questions, this amount of time to take my first NBME, this amount of time to work on those weaknesses. If you're not working against a clock, you're just wasting your time. That might be really harsh for some of you to hear, but it is the truth and you need to hear it so that you can fix this problem ASAP, put yourself in a much better position to uh, achieve your potential on exam day. The second thing that I see uh, commonly among students is not starting early enough. Well, if you are you know, done basic sciences and you're about to prep and you haven't started, you can't really fix this. But this is more so um, looking back. And, and if you are a student who's just getting started with basic sciences, or maybe you're in your third semester, your fourth semester, you need to start right now. And I don't mean you need to spend four or five hours a day studying for step one. I just mean you need to be cognizant that step one's around the corner and you should be paying attention to what is the most important step one information. Meaning you can look at your first aid and say, okay, these are the topics in GI path that the first aid is highlighting. So when I'm going through my pathology class, 
I'm going to make sure I pay special attention to this particular topic. Maybe annotate some more information into my first aid. You want to just be working every single day a little bit towards improving yourself specifically for the step one exam. And if you work really hard in the basic sciences and you put a lot of effort into making sure you do well in your classes, that will help you on step one. But always just remember, step one is right around the corner and you want to make sure you're working a little bit every single day towards putting yourself in the best position possible so that when your dedicated step one prep period comes, you're ready to rock and roll. You don't really have to go back and try and figure it out. You've been working just a little bit every day to put yourself in a great position so that it's a lot easier for you when it comes time to start your dedicated prep. All right, number three, and this is really important, is not creating a strategy, but instead just focusing on resources. So I get questions almost every day from students across the world saying, I wanna take my step one, what do I use? Do I use UWorld, First Day, Pathoma, what do I use? That's the wrong question. Oftentimes, you're not getting results because you're asking the wrong questions. The question to ask is, how should I strategize my prep? So. I'm not gonna go through a full strategy here because that's a very long topic that's very, very unique to your personal needs, your requirements, your strengths, your weaknesses. And if you wanna work with us uh, in our coaching programs, we will help you craft the strategy. But you should focus on creating a strategy based on your time frame, your strengths and weaknesses. And then once you've got a strategy in place, you can plug in the resources as needed. So for example, you might say, my daily strategy is gonna be 30 minutes of review in the morning, I'm gonna do two blocks of questions from 10 a.m. till noon, and then I'm gonna spend the afternoon reviewing. So this might look like I'm gonna use Anki in the morning, UWorld for my questions, and then I'm going to use, let's say, uh, my first aid to annotate from my UWorld uh, review period into my book. That's just an example. Fill in the blanks of resources as you need them. And as you find weaknesses, you can add resources um, I recommend the BRS books, which are board review series, if you're not familiar. Those will help you fill in the gaps, but you need to focus on a big picture strategy first, then resources second. Don't just say, what resources should I use? And then go from there, because how are you gonna use those resources? How are you gonna best use UWorld? How are you gonna best use first aid? How are you gonna get the most out of using Anki or index cards? Well, if you don't have a strategy to actually implement those tools into your strategy, your prep, then you're gonna just spin your wheels. And that's oftentimes why students come to us saying, hey, I've been studying for a full year and I'm not making any progress. It's because there's no strategy or it's a very weak strategy. Focus on strategy first, resources second. The fourth thing that I see students doing incorrectly all the time is doing random UWorld questions and not doing them in time mode if you have a weak foundation. So I put a lot of content out there and last week's podcast actually talks about UWorld random versus UWorld subject specific. If you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to that. But if you are not moving into your step one prep with a rock solid foundation in place for the basic sciences, or if you're moving into your step two CK prep and you don't have a solid clinical sciences foundation, doing questions in random mode is going to slow your progress to a screeching halt. You're not going to master any one topic. You're not going to identify your biggest weaknesses so that you can then work on them. You're just going to be all over the place. So go back and listen to that podcast from last week or check our YouTube channel. We've got videos about UWorld random versus subject specific there. But um, it depends where you're at. And if you are 
moving into your prep with a rock solid foundation, by all means, go ahead and do random questions. If you're not though, you need to work in a subject specific manner. Otherwise, you're going to fall into that scenario where so many students fall into, where it's three, four, five months down the road, your U-world percentages aren't improving, your NBMEs are stagnant, and you have no clue why. That's why you're not focusing on weaknesses first. And that's kind of leading us into number five here, which is not focusing on finding and fixing weaknesses. So one of the most common things that even our students who work with us have is they're not making the kind of progress that they really want. The, the progress is there, but it's not fast enough. It's not, you know, um, happening as easily as they hope. 99% of the time, it is because of one specific thing. It's because as you're working and doing questions and reading first aid, you're not actually identifying weaknesses and then putting time towards fixing them. So if you are doing a block of questions a day and your percentages are right around, let's say, 45, 50%, and you say, man, it's not getting better. Let me do another block. And it's the same thing. And then another block, it's the same thing. How do you expect to improve your, your ability to answer questions if you're just answering more questions without actually saying, what's causing my blocks to not improve? Well, if you're getting 50% of them right, then half of those questions you could technically say are a weakness of yours. And if you're not writing out those weaknesses and saying, let me work on these every day, then of course you're you're, you're not going to get stronger. Your U-world your percentages won't get up uh, to where you want them to be. Uh, your NBMEs are stagnant. You have to focus on finding and fixing weaknesses. So everything you're doing, every question you do, when you make a mistake, write it out. Spend time reviewing each question. Make sure you identify the problem and, and know why you made the mistake. But also create a running list, a Word document. Uh, you can use notes in your in your computer, on your phone, and just... Every time you make a mistake, write out that one single line mistake. Maybe it's just cardiac embryo. Maybe it is um, the muscles of the foot. Write them out and then make sure you're creating Anki cards or index cards based on all the weaknesses that you identify. And then every single day, review this list so you can say, you can remind yourself, these are my weaknesses. And then every day, spend time going through your Anki cards, your index cards, addressing these weaknesses so that you then turn them into strengths. If you do this, you're gonna notice that your scores are going to slowly and steadily get better, I guarantee. And the last thing, the big mistake students make, and, and I'm not seeing it as much as the other mistakes, but I still see this commonly. I think we're starting to get the point across is that they think first aid is the key to a 250 plus if they just memorize it. So, you know, I've seen students come to us Failing their exams, they say, I read first aid three, four times. I thought I memorized it. I failed. Um, thinking that you can memorize a first aid and get a 250 is a huge mistake. The reason why is because while the first aid is a great, very dense review book, it's just that, a review book. If you review a review book, but you don't understand the foundational principles underneath this review material, then you're going to really get tripped up when they take something from the first aid, spin it around, um, you know, layer it. Uh, with a couple additional problems and then you're kind of sitting there wondering what the heck I don't even remember studying this and that's a big concern and a common problem students say I didn't even know how recognize half the questions on the exam it's not that, that you didn't know it it's that you've never seen them worded or, or delivered in such a way because you basically just memorized a bunch of facts from a book instead you need to make sure you're doing a lot of questions seeing different ways of of looking at the information based on different question writers, 
identifying things that trip you up so that then as you move forward, you get better and stronger. And then you can use first aid to review once you've got that solid grasp. Okay, those are the six most common step one prep mistakes that we see students making, whether there are students who work with us or just students reaching out to us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, uh, via email, um, you know, the things they're telling us they're doing and, and the things that are getting in the way of them making the progress that they hope for. I hope that was a helpful podcast episode. If it was, and if you're enjoying this, please subscribe. Please consider leaving us a five-star rating and, and write us a review if you're finding this to be helpful. We, we rely on people like you to let us know how we're doing so we can adjust, improve, and keep delivering all of this free content to help you achieve your goals of becoming a practicing physician. All right, hopefully that was helpful. Don't forget to um, follow me on Instagram, at RealDrPaul. You can also follow us on YouTube, the USMLE Preparation Company, where we post videos all the time about step one, step two CK, uh, residency tips, med school studying tips, and anything and everything in between. Go ahead and check that out at the USMLE Preparation Company on YouTube. Thank you all for stopping by. We'll see you on the next episode.